listeners and welcome back to the Victim to Victor podcast. My name is Anu and I'm your host. In today's podcast episode, I have David Chandler again on my on my show. Hi, David. Hello, Anu. <laughs> welcome back. So today is actually part two of our spiritual workshops how to live a healing life and discovering what makes you happy. In today's episode, we're going to be looking into the inner child. We're going to be looking at what the inner child is and how to work on the inner child to help you to heal and to live a much fulfilling life. So David, what is the inner child? Okay, we all have an inner child. Most people read about it, not really understand what that actually means. So let me just put it in layman terms. We all have a spirit, a soul, that inner beauty that we all have. And when we're a child and we go through trauma or any hardship within our lives, we grow up very, very quickly and we leave our inner child behind. We stop living and being a child. We grow up. Maybe you've been sexually abused, you have to grow up really, really quickly. And in some, in some instances, people leave that part away. They stop learning how to be a child, which is so, so important to actually go through our life mm. and enjoying all that part of our lives of childhood, growing up, teenagers. So it's really about identifying why sometimes in our lives we go through trauma and we have probably relationship problems. We have problems with work. We have people, problems with friends. And we don't quite know why. Mm. But it's so important to, to understand what the inner child is and how it's been affecting your life. So we will take you through a journey which will identify, hopefully, some part of your life, maybe an age that you actually felt you you left your inner child it'll be different from everybody so don't try to um, formulate a number don't try to actually you know preempty what that is just go with my voice go with the flow and when I actually start this meditation it'll be um, it will never be done before I've done this before but it'll come out differently because the listeners that are listening to it tonight Mm-hmm. will actually gain something from what I'm saying, that, that wisdom will be for somebody out there. So yeah. it will actually help somebody through different words, but the same idea yeah. that I'm actually going to portray, which is so important. I always feel that people get something, what they need at that precise time. Yeah, thank you. No, that, that sounds quite exciting because there's a lot of inner child uh, meditations out there isn't there and um, there's a lot of work that can be done on um, you know discovering um, and healing your inner child so I think it, it's going to be a very rewarding meditation yeah. I hope so I mean I, I always feel that um, even when I'm actually talking it through um, it gives me a sense of a very lifting feel mm. because it's actually lifting my inner child. It's actually making me feel that even that talking about somebody else's problems is lifting my own because um, we've all got that spark about us, that spirit, that 
that love that we seem to have sort of covered through our troubles in our lives. Yeah. And what we do, we grow up and we cover it over or we put it away or where it's in a little box or a place in your mind that's so far back. This will reveal a time which would be so important mm. that without giving too much away, I want it to be, you know, something for the first time that you've heard, if I explain it away, but I will explain it to death afterwards. So okay. rest assured, you will find all the answers at the end because Andrew is going to ask me a lot of questions as well to put that input. And obviously, Anu will be actually in this meditation. Mm -hmm. So Anu will probably get a lot from it herself okay. and she might better impart some of her feelings. That sounds amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And in terms of actual inner, inner child healing, would you say that this happens as a consequence of something that might have happened to you, you know, early on as a child? And would it be from that time point that something bad happened to you? Would that be the point of your life that you actually need to heal? Yeah, it's normally, it normally um, follows on. I mean, there could, there could be more than one point in your life that you've mm. actually been checked um, or several incidences that are similar. But you'll find that the first one has the most impact because it's the most damaging. Mm. Could you imagine that you've got a beautiful new soul, a new child, a new experience, and all of a sudden that person's been tested in an adult way or an awful way. It could be a sense of loss. Now, the purity of that child is tainted by the shock. It's You've got to understand it's a trauma and a shock. Yeah. So what we're actually doing, um, my angle of healing is not about putting my hands around you and just um, expecting everything to work because my attitude towards healing is you have to understand what it is that got you there in the first place for you to let it go. It's not everyone's idea, but for me, if I'm actually explaining something and actually connecting to the area that is a problem, we can heal it. Yeah. We can actually deal with it direct. And your mind is processing it. So by processing it, it will actually deal with it and you will feel a sense of release. Hopefully it will release or make you understand a little bit more. And maybe in time you'll start to understand. You can listen to this over and over again because mm. there's healing properties and you'll hear different things. Mm. So don't, don't think you're going to listen to this once. Okay. All these workshops you can use over and over again. Share it with your friends. Share it with anybody that feels that they need help, whatever trauma they've been through. Mm. Every adult has gone through something. Yeah. There's not many that haven't. Yeah. And I find that as well with any kind of meditations, like the more you do the same one, then different things always come up. But a question that I had about today's meditation is how about for those who have had quite a satisfying childhood and it's only in their adult relationships that they've experienced trauma, would inner child work be suitable for them? Yeah, because on, on a level, um, think of your soul as a child, mm -hmm. okay? That, that never changes. As we actually grow and we live a world of adulthood and we go through marriage and work and we become sort of filled with that dogma, okay, we're, we're an adult, mm -hmm. but it's always got that inner child in somebody. Now, you can see somebody in their 90s that actually practices that childlike nature and they have a spark about them. They've got it in their eyes. 
You don't get rid of that. Now, what I would, would say is to that question, anybody that feels they've not got that spark, yeah. try to get that spark back. So if you're not going through trauma, try to imagine what that would be to have fun, to be laughing, to having jokes, to having that playfulness about you. If you're not playful, try to find it within the meditation because you will meet your inner child in this and you'll be able to ask questions. So if you need questions about why you haven't felt childish or free Mm. or creative, or anything that's exceptionally different from how you feel, mm. ask them questions because your inner child is going to tell you. Okay. Through this meditation, it's going to be almost a healing uh, meditation. It's really good that you brought this up because I do see everybody as a child. Oh. And people portray it sometimes and then they go back to normal because yeah. society decides that we've got to act a certain way, yeah. we've got to be professional. <laughs> And, you know, we know, both know about that, don't we? So we, we know about being playful and expressing our personality. Yeah. Some people don't. So I want you now, the ones that don't, I want you to try to find that within this meditation. Yeah, because I find that with a lot of uh, single parents who have had to adopt, you know, both masculine and feminine roles, um, maybe this meditation would be suitable for them. Well, masculine and feminine roles is a is a subject that drives me mad. Really? Yeah, because you know, a man's got to be a man. He's got to he's got to pretend to be the hard case, yeah. and yet most ladies like a man to be in touch with 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 himself, so he can be a good father with his children. But then when it suits them, they want them to be a man and a rogue. <laughs> You know, to be a man, you have to be in touch with your feminine and your masculine. Likewise, with a female, there's no difference. We have a masculine and feminine side. My left side is my feminine side, which is my creative side. My right side is my masculine. So if I've got a problem with my left side of my body, it's because I'm not being creative. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So say if my left knee is playing me up, it's because I'm not moving forward creatively. I've actually stunted how I actually see uh, my life as a creative person. So maybe I'm sort of a male trying to be a real man, you know. I'm going to be a man. I'm going to, I'm going to deal with everything. I'm not going to cry. I'm going to hide when I feel upset. So basically, this man's going to have a load of problems with maybe his right side and his left side because he's suppressed what he is. Okay. Okay, we all want people to, to, to express their feelings. As soon as they do, they're labelled as either weak uh, is either effeminate, you know what I mean? So this is the society's done that. So they've made men be, retract and they put up this brave, brave uh, face. Ladies are easy for them. They can be, they can be assertive. They can be a good at their job. They can be feminine. They can be a mom. Yeah. It's not, it's not um, ridiculed in the same way. No. Okay. That's interesting. Oh no, that's great. So, Okay. What do my listeners need to uh, prepare for to start this meditation? Just be still, be quiet. Try to do it so there's no interruption when you're doing it. And then just try to follow the story. Now, sometimes you might, I might take you down an area of the story and you might feel that you want to flip off and do something else. But try to come back every so often. It's not, it's not um, a test. Meditation, especially guided meditations, Sometimes it takes the mind a while to actually follow the story. 
Sometimes when you're tired, you want to fall asleep. Don't worry, because the energy is still working. You're, you're yawning now because that's energy. Mm, okay. You Because the energy is starting to build up as I'm starting to talk. Mm. And I can feel the energy here in my solar plexus because I know that something's going to be delivered. And when it's delivered of purpose and there's um, a real, what can I say, purpose, need, it, it sort of almost like wells here. It's nice feeling here in my solar plexus. Oh, and that's how I work because I'm an empath. And as soon as I connect to that energy, I feel I almost, I can almost, I'm almost talking, but I feel emotional inside. Okay. So just explain to the listeners how that feels. Yeah. I was talking to a lady today and she was saying, well, how do you know? How do you switch your brain off from you? No, when you can't think of it and you feel it and you see, mm. I see like um, images or pictorial sort of like images mm. of a story then I know I'm feeling it and not thinking it. Mm-hmm. If I have to think about it, it's normally a second or two seconds after, and then I respond. It's not actually coming from your heart chakra. Mm-hmm. When it comes from your heart chakra, it's like me, I talk without breath. I talk without thinking. If I actually try to think about what I'm going to say, it'd probably stop, there'd be a pause. But when I'm actually talking, it's coming from within me. Mm-hmm. It's a different feel. And that's why these podcasts seem to flow because yeah. I'm working off my heart chakra and I'm trusting everything that comes out of my mouth. Wow. That's why they say as well that, you know, you should really be thinking with your heart and not with your head because if it's with your head, then it's the ego, right? Yeah, but it's, well, scientists, it's, like, it's trying to logicalise something. It's what scientists do. And mm. if you get a scientist that can actually connect to the heart, you've got some somebody with empathic feelings and sort of like structural basic knowledge which is good mm-hmm. the scientific uh, skill is great as long as you're not one or the other yeah okay. um, you know some people just will not have any idea of you know god angels uh, healing it's just like now it's a load of you know mm-hmm. but some people do they're actually starting to stretch a bit further and that's stretching on different chakras which comes to chakras again Okay. depends on which chakra you're actually working on because that makes a difference yeah. wow. so i'm working off my heart chakra okay yeah. um you may be working on your throat chakra as you're actually doing lots of talks mm-hmm. you're yeah. trying to express who you are yeah. you're trying to um make the world understand what you've been through you're trying to make the world dis- understand that you have a voice and you have a purpose you weren't the person that was abused you're more than that. So you're in, you're in your throat chakra. It's surrounded by blue. Yeah. And the archangel's Michael. So he is, in my eyes, the keeper of the blue flame. So, and of course, angels have their own colours and their own purpose. So when I see colours, it gives me an idea right. what, per, what people are actually harbouring or what they're working with. Okay. So with today's meditation, will it be um, a lot of focusing on colours? And there'll probably be colours in there, but it's more about it's more about discovering it. What I, without giving too much away, it's going to be about you meeting your inner child. Okay. And what goes on from there will be the conversation you have, mm. and then you'll explain why, and they'll explain how they felt. Okay. Okay. So it's all about, and once you get that recognition, you will get a sense of relief because sometimes when we're in a meditative state and we're we're asking questions, 
sometimes the answers are completely different to what you would think about if you're actually in a in a you know a state of like fully aware of your mind but when you're in a meditative state you're in that sort of subdued state and sometimes the answers and the questions feel different okay and not only that sometimes you listen to the the answers and they feel different because you're not actually to be in your mind is is fine it's okay for everyday everyday chores but for connecting to who you are on a soul level, it's a completely different feeling. And I hope that some of the some of the listeners actually experience this. But you know, I'm experiencing it now. I've got like a warm glow in my heart and I've got a real pull in my solar plexus. So my personal power and my empathic energies feel like they want to burst out and you know tell this story. Yeah. Wow. So I guess without further ado, let's get into the meditation. Let's go and I'll take you into a brief relaxation and then just follow as best as you can. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'd like you all now to be sitting really relaxed, whether it's in a chair, lying down. As long as you're relaxed, I'd like you to focus on your breath. As you breathe in light, Breathe in and try to make your lungs fill with beautiful light before you exhale. And as you exhale, force out any distress, discomfort of the day. Breathe in your light. Exhale, stress. Breathe in light. Exhale, dark thoughts. Breathe in love. Exhale, negativity. As you keep breathing in love and light, exhale something you really want to leave you. Something that needs to leave you. Breathe in. And out. I'd like you now, if you're sitting down, as you're breathing, to be aware of the chair or the couch and feel your body and feel the weight of your body on the couch as if you are aware of the weight in your pelvis, your spine, your shoulders and your arms, your very fingers and toes. There's any tension. Imagine the tension disappearing And just be aware that you're relaxing. And in a moment, I'm going to ask you to connect to your inner soul. This beautiful energy. This beautiful energy is a three flame color. Burning bright and entwined. This little flame is your inner beauty. And soon, your inner flame will go deep into your heart. And in your heart, you will see the most beautiful room. In this room is beautiful green emerald, agate, malachite. And between the green, there's the most beautiful pink, Rose quartz and amethyst. 
You're surrounded by the love of the pink and the green of truth and healing. You will see a beautiful emerald crystal chair. This chair, you will sit and you will feel the coolness and the beauty of this healing energy. It's so fantastically warm and cold at the same time. It's really, really distracting because you can feel the energy of the crystal and the warmth of its love, its honesty and perfection. As you sit and you get comfortable, you look around the room and in the distance you will see a spark of light such a spark of light, the most beautiful white energy you've ever seen. This light gets closer and closer. And as it gets closer, the sharpness of the light is softened on the edges. It's like a prism, a kaleidoscope of beautiful white energy. This white energy is so fantastically loving as it gets closer to you. And your heart is start to race, for you know exactly what you're going to feel, a sense of beautiful love, understanding. And this light is closer and closer. And soon you will start to see a human form, a shape, of a lady or a man, but surrounded by the most beautiful white light. The white is so fantastic because it has every color of white. It's so beautiful and yet so, so angelic. Soon you will see a person standing in front of you. What age is this person? In your mind's eye, Try to imagine the age of this person standing in front of you. You now understand this person is you. This person is you as a child. This person is you, the child that you left. As she looks at you with a gaze, you recognize her or him as an instance because to remind you of a time when you broke away. In trepidation, your heart beats. Anticipation, for you know not what we said. Now you know the age of the person you left. I'd like you now to tell her your story and ask her to sit beside you on your beautiful crystal chair. Tell her why you left her at a time of need. Tell her why you needed to break away at that point. But wait for her to give you answers. Your inner child is not a separate entity. Although your inner child needs a voice to speak, allow yourself to listen and ask questions. 
Where have you been? Why you left her? Or him? Wait for the answers. As you talk and talk, you will find that you are relieving and releasing the trauma by understanding the trauma that you went through. Try to imagine how you were at that age, how you felt. Try to imagine the reason why you left at that age. As you talk and talk and talk, you notice your inner child is changing in size, structure and age. Amazing, amazing how healing can actually change the person you are on a soul level by talking and understanding. Your inner child grows and grows. She grows because of understanding your story and maybe healing herself. She understands the connection and the trauma you went through. Soon, your inner child will be the same size as you, as if you were looking in a mirror. The only difference is your inner child will be like a glowing light, an image of yourself with the most beautiful smile and childlike eyes and that cheeky smile and that playful nature. I'd like you now to imagine that that playful nature comes back to you, starts to come back and reignite and change the life that you lead right now. If you've never felt the joy of an inner child. Try to imagine and tell your inner child that you are about to embark on an idea where you will start to be more childlike and enjoy life and not take life quite so seriously. Sometimes we neglect our inner child through the thoughts of work, progress, success, Sometimes we forget that we have an inner child, that inner beauty. Anybody that hasn't felt this, reconnect and speak to your inner child and tell them maybe the reasons why you have neglected your inner child. Albeit, your inner child now is looking at you and you are embracing and you are holding each other and you will tell each other, you will never abandon each other again. Know that your inner child needs that support. Know that you are supported and know this meditation can be done any point of your life to reconnect. As you talk for hours and hours about your feelings, Talk about what you've done in your life. Talk about the things you've done you'd like to change. Talk about the life that you would now want for you both. Soon, 
you'll find your inner soul child will get closer to you, this light, this beautiful light. Feels like it wants to merge because the vibrations are the same now. Your vibrations are connected on the same frequency. That's telling you the healing has progressed and your soul feels comfortable within your physical form. You'll feel that warm glow of your inner child moving very, very close. You'll feel it in your heart and your chakras will open from your head to your toes. As you stand up from your chair, you feel the need to actually explore something with your inner child together. And you will see three doors within the room. There's one red door, there's one blue door, and there's one orange door. You will choose a door of your color and you will choose the color that you need to open. As you walk forward on your first journey, your first ever journey with your inner soul, your inner child open the door and as you open the door you will see a future this future is your future look along the landscape or wherever it is it could be a beach a forest it could be anywhere it could be a star within the universe it's your vision your future but you will see a pathway regardless of what scenery you have chose. This pathway will show a map, a future of you two belonging together. Put your first step on the path and walk and walk and walk. Soon you will come to the end of the valley and you will see the most beautiful chapel where you will both walk together and enter. This chapel is a sacred place and you will make your vows, you will make your allegiance to one another, never to leave, never to forget, always be together. And the chapel, the altar, there is a book on the altar and you will read the words. These words will be significant and they will be for you. Remember the words and bring back that memory. For soon, you will leave your chapel. You will feel the blessings and you will feel the angels and the choir in the background. The energy is perfect. As the angels know that you are now connected once again, you will walk from the chapel along your pathway all the way back to your heart chakra with the door and you will open the door and you will enter your emerald beautiful chair and before you separate your inner soul your inner child will hug you for one time more this time she's going to leave you for a moment and as she moves away, this beautiful spark of light, 
she moves away into the distance. But this time, this difference is a knowingness that you will connect again and again. Feel the light moving so far away. But as small as it is, the brightness is so fantastic and beautiful that this light is you, a higher aspect of you, a playful child-like part of you that feels free. Remember, but you are free too because you belong to that spark of light. You just need to know that you are that light. You are everything that's made you at this point. Even your hardships have made you this point. You are the person and most greatest thing on this planet because you have got through your trauma of your life, empowered, empowered about your listening. You're actually in this meditation. You've actually experienced the power of reigniting with your inner child. It's given you purpose. Soon, we'll be leaving the heart chakra and you will see your soul drifting out in front of you and going back inside of you. And soon, you'll be aware of your breath, your breathing, your very, very feeling of being here and grounded. Have a sense of your feeling of your legs and toes and your breath. Start to feel that your skin, start to feel that your spine, start to be aware of your physical form. And when you're ready, you may open your eyes and express and experience a beautiful journey. So now you're awake, give yourself time, maybe grab a drink of water, whatever it is to feel grounded. Okay, so we'll just give you a minute or so to just um, relax after such a deep and connective meditation. For me, that was so blissful. Wow. I just kept yawning, Dave. Why did I keep yawning so much? Well, on a level, you're actually opening up on many chakras. And it's that state of being where when you've had a tired life and you're always active, you find that, you know, it's a way of actually releasing energy and you were releasing energy. I think you probably needed it in a, in a, in a major way. Some people go sleepy, mm. but people that yawn obviously are letting out energy. It's obviously, they actually feel the energy coming in. It's almost overwhelming in a way. It can be quite tiring. Yeah, I felt that. I did, I really felt that. And it's strange because I always feel the impact more when I'm in the presence of good energy. Because when I'm on my own, I just don't feel it as much. It's strange, right? Well, I think it's, don't forget, if I'm channeling energy, it's not, it's not just me speaking. It's obviously an energy that's coming through. So, and when we do these workshops, it's, it's a guided tour, but with a purpose. So I feel that when we get um, our energy coming through and the words that I speak, 
I think they have more meaning. Mm. Um, sometimes when you just listen to a bit of meditation music, it's it's not in the now, it's not in the moment, it's not in the healing process. So, yeah, so you have to work harder. And it's much easier when you're actually being told a story. Yeah. It's a bit like being told a story or reading a story. Mm. You, when you're reading the story, you have to sort of imagine the story, but I'm actually giving you the image for you not to have to worry about that so you can actually relax into it. Right, yeah, there's something about that, definitely. And this is why guided meditations are quite, you know, effective. Well, I think they, they hit a purpose. I mean, there's lots of ways of meditating, but there's lots of difficult ways. I mean, there's people that meditate just looking at a flame, a candle. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's people that just try to wipe out any thoughts so they clear the mind. I mean, they spend maybe a whole lifetime trying to do that, which is virtually impossible. Mm-hmm. But there's lots of ways of meditating. I'm peeling potatoes, washing up, uh, walking. Yeah. There are ways of meditating. You don't have to make it difficult. Because yeah. I don't know if you've ever done it when you've been walking and then your mind drifts and you start thinking about stuff. It's like, yeah. it's like your brain uh, defrags your day. Mm. Like imagine you've got a computer that needs defragging. It's almost like you are offloading. It's like when we were dreaming. We have yeah. dreams, offload stuff. It, 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 it almost clears out the clutter so that we can actually see clearly. Okay. And when we're actually in a meditative state, and I'm taking you through the guidance. Sometimes you see clearly the same thing that I'm actually picking up, but in the meditative state, you might actually react differently or see it differently. Right. You may have been told that, but to actually feel that, and then you think, oh my goodness, I didn't, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. This is why meditation is so good because it can actually do such a lot of good. Mm, can, yeah. It's interesting because when uh, we went into that and, um, <laughs> You know, you said, imagine the ch- the age of, you know. Child, yes. What I saw was my 44-year-old self talking to my four-year-old self, unsure why the number four kept coming up in these ages. So the, the actual, the inner soul, the, the, your, your inner child wasn't four, or was it? Yeah. All right. So, okay. So, you're, so you saw that four was obviously the time that you had to trauma. Yeah. Yeah. So now you're logicalizing it. You're talking to your four-year-old. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. So you're explaining what happened. Yeah. Although your four-year-old inner child it, it knows everything that you know, but it's just the time that you abandoned her. Strange, yeah, because I'm not even 44 yet. What, why was I, why am I 44? Oh, that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Well, that is even, even better because you're preempting that by the age of 44, that maybe you would have healed that side of you. So maybe you're actually preempting a time in the future that you're going to reassure her that right. you are going to be fully awakened, fully aware in your subconscious mind. You probably don't even know it, which is quite interesting. Mm. This is why it's good not to actually preempt an age or a time. Okay. It's like if I'd have told everybody that, you know, you know from the beginning you'll, Think, just, just think of an age when you were a child when you felt abandoned. It, you, you, you logically think of time, mm. but to actually feel a time and the unexpected mm. is when it actually works. Now, for some reason, 44, I do feel that your, your time of coming and enlightenment is probably about four years away. Okay. I feel that the journey that you're actually portraying now is almost like preparing your inner soul mm. for when 
you will both be ready to actually take on that journey because I feel that your life of um, interviewing Mm -hmm. will take another level of professionalism that's actually going to give you some self-esteem and and acclaim. So Mm -hmm. um, you just need to be, you know, understanding that this is healing you by the very virtue that you're helping and hearing other people's stories. Yeah, and it, and it is, you know, I'm, I'm not obviously um, denying the fact that I am still healing, you know, I'm not healed yet. And I do realise that healing can be a lifelong process for the majority of us. Yeah, and crikey, if you were healed, you probably wouldn't be doing the work you're doing now. Yeah, exactly, I wouldn't need to, would I? No, yeah. no, no, you just you know, sit down and watch TV and, and uh, eat chips all day. So <laughs> Live a but, happy life. <laughs> but, but, you know, um, sometimes we don't know that we are destined, our spiritual journey may be destined to do this work. Mm. Who knows? We've got, we've got no idea what it is. So to be a mature person at 44, maybe you've got that in your head that you want to be completely at one with yourself. Yeah. And how did you feel when you actually spoke to your inner child? Did you actually feel... Just love and I, I was just cuddling her. Okay. Yeah, to be honest, there wasn't much words. There was a lot of um, words when you said about, um, you know, was it the Bible? Yes. Um, yeah, so faith, love those kind of really nice okay so they were your words okay yeah. so everyone's words would be different okay so this is why i said i'm trying to remember them so your your uh, your words with love faith yeah and it's just trying to reassure you that by having that is your is your road to redemption and healing Aye. so just rest assured that these words are said for a reason Aye. okay mm. And there may be people out there that judge you, but know that you are actually trying to better your life. Even though they may judge you, understand that you are doing something about it. And if people judge you, you are actually making a difference by looking at yourself. Okay. All right? Yeah. I like that. What other words would come into people's um, Bibles from experience? It could be anything. Heals the soul. Okay. Have faith. Connect. Find a way. Mm. Who knows what words? You, you, you know, each person will have a different one. Could there be quite negative words for some people as well? I, I would be very surprised from a healing meditation and to be in a healing chapel with so much love yeah. that there would be anything other than pureness. Beautiful. Um. If they're getting negativity, it's because they haven't really followed or actually gone deep enough into it because, you know, there's nothing in that meditation that would actually be negative in my eyes. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. So I guess probably um, the key um, sign from that is the fact that, you know, once you go into the deep meditation, then there's nothing but pure positivity and love and... If you found that there was any negativity anywhere in that meditation... Keep doing it until it gets positive. Okay. Okay. That's so good, yeah. if you feel that, you know, you found it difficult to connect your inner child, you felt anger, you felt that you were disconnected, yeah. um, it's because you're not ready to forgive and to understand what's happened. Yeah. So my answer to that would be is to keep doing it until it changes, mm-hmm. until you, your perception changes. So the yeah. story's the same. It's you that needs to change. Mm. And then 
once you've got a positive story, yeah. you'll know that you've done the work, you've done what you needed to know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I totally can um, understand that because I know that if you are in the early stages of your healing process and you still haven't obviously processed merch and you haven't had any healing and everything's still quite raw, I can imagine that there'd be a lot more negativity then. Could be, could be. So keep going over it, but, you know, you understand that one thing, that rawness comes through lack of understanding. Mm -hmm. So the more we try to understand our inner beauty and our inner self, the more we can let go. If we don't let go of something, it's, it will it will hold us back, yeah. right? So um, the, the analogy is, is the tree that blows in the wind, the old stubborn branches will snap. Right. But the young saplings, the young branches, they flex in the wind. Yeah. So while we're being strong, eventually we'll break. So there's no point being strong. Just oh. go with the flow, go with the action, go with the flow. Yeah. You cannot control anything okay otherwise just break yeah and that's what happens to people and that's why their physical backs or their bodies just disintegrate because they're so full of holding it together Mm. how can they hold so much grief so much tension so much guilt or hate or whatever emotion it is in their physical form it's got to go somewhere yeah, and this is, I guess, how a lot of illnesses develop. Yeah, and some people don't even know that they're doing it, which mm. obviously, as we're healers, we've got some concept about how we hold our energy. Yeah. Understanding, releasing, forgiving, loving, and making way for the new is all ways of actually coexisting with yourself. If you do not understand yourself, you do not respect yourself, the universe is going to create the tensions in our body. Not because they're doing it, it's we're creating it ourselves. Yeah. Wow. And we create more negativity. The more, I, I don't know if you've ever done it. The more negative you are, the more negative things that seem to come to you. Yeah, it it's is, like It's yeah. like a boomerang, you know. It's like... It always is, yeah. It's the law of um, abundance. Um, or it's the... Law of attraction. Yeah. What you put out there is what you get back. Mm. So... If we put out a positive thought, we'll get a positive thought back. You know, if we're putting out negative thoughts and it's constantly negative, we will draw negativity to us, in my opinion. Yeah, no. And a load of teachings will say the same. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And also, um, again, you know, it's about trying to give, you know, as much as we can and try to help as many people as we can because, again, you know, it's the law of karma. Yeah. You give and you receive. Yeah, I think we've got to be careful that we're not giving and giving and not giving to ourselves. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know people that give, give, give because they're actually trying to avoid themselves. Oh, okay. okay. The most important person to give to is yourself. Because if my vessel flows with love and positivity, and then you and everybody in the vicinity is going to benefit. Yeah. So everybody listening to this podcast will hopefully get a positive feeling from what we're talking about. So they're all going to benefit, yeah. you know, because hopefully I'm overflowing with the right sort of energy yeah. because I do feed myself with that energy. Yeah. You know, even when I go through trauma or, or difficult stages, I mean, I do have them, by the way. 
I have days, but if I'm tired, I can feel a day of thinking, well, what's the point? Yeah. But I quickly recognize what it is. And then I reevaluate what I've got and try and bring myself back. So, you know, I'm not saying that I'm sort of a little sparky light that has no, <laughs> no bad days. I mean, that would be hypocritical. Yeah. Because I have a physical human body that gets tired and despondent. And, you know, yeah, but awesome. it's how you deal with it. And hopefully I deal with it in the right way. Yeah. Well, beautiful. So any words of closure for today's um, inner child meditation? Try to reconnect again and again and again until you feel that that bond has grown. But more and more, I want you to try to understand your trauma has made you who you are. Mm. Do never, ever think your trauma is why you are. Turn it around. It's positive. And I want anybody that's been abused, used or any form of um discomfort in their life to take it as a power a strength because we are here now and we are talking about it and we can change like you are right now you're putting it into action you're putting it into perspective where you can help people and that's most empowering so so empowering to know some of the the best counselors have gone through trauma the reason why they're in counselling is because they can articulate, they understand. How could you be a, a counsellor if you've never gone through grief? Yeah. It's like you'd be thinking, what are you on about? Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? So rest assured that what we go through actually builds us into a better person. Yeah. As long as we think positive now, we've got to, this is what I'm trying to say. We could actually look at it in a negative way and go back to that child that was abused yeah. or we can actually say well I've got here if I spoke to my inner child I understand it but then sometimes you have to understand why the person abused you in the first place yeah. and then look at his inner child and what he's gone through and maybe you start to realise that you're not, you're not as bad off as that person who actually abused you Yeah. So you, sometimes you have to find ways to articulate it you know definitely yeah, oh, yeah. thank you so what would be what would we we be doing in our next workshop so it's workshop number three workshop number three so i feel um we've done how to live a healing life we've actually understood chakras i think it's going to be a meditation to try to understand loss and grief okay whether it's loss within a loved one because i feel that uh, relationships i think it needs to be something which most of us go through, whether it's our relationships with our family, whether it's relationships in love. Mm-hmm. I feel that this is the next step to our workshop, really, to try and understand what that is, how to deal with it, how to let go of it. Mm-hmm. And we could actually incorporate cord cutting into it, or we could actually use cord cutting as a separate meditation. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I haven't worked that one out yet. No problem. I might actually, I might actually incorporate the two, and I may actually go through cord cutting in greater depth on a later podcast because it's quite a massive subject. Yeah. But see if we can actually incorporate the two. Okay. So we do a mini version of cord cutting, yeah, okay, rather than a 
a long-winded ceremony. That sounds good because I know with cord cutting, you can apply that to all aspects of your life. You know, if you try to, you know, um, get rid of ties with somebody or if it's an item, if it's a, you know, job or circumstance. Everything, everything, everything that actually holds us back in life. Mm. It's not good for us. Now, I mean, the mantra is um, cut and release all cords if it's not of God's desire. Okay. Which, what that actually does, for anybody that's actually uh, religious or fear of what we do, it's always going to leave the good. It's only going to cut the negative cords of discord. Right. So to everyone to feel that it's not something like, oh my goodness, I don't, I don't want my cords cut with him, but I still love him. Yeah. But you want to cut the cords of the negative part of yeah. that. And it doesn't actually kill the love. And this is what people fear. Oh my God, I don't want to stop loving them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know he's done that to me, but I don't want it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, it's always, uh, always the negative part, the discord that actually makes you feel bad. Right. And we'll go into that a lot more because there's going to be quite a big uh, discussion on okay. why, why they connect. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Why Excited. They it's, so it's such a massive subject. Fantastic. Wow. So I hope you all enjoyed today's guided meditation. It was a real um, awakening meditation for myself and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And God, I feel so sleepy now. (laughs) Maybe need to go to bed. (laughs) There was a lot of release there, I'm telling you. Yeah. So um, that's it for today. And I thank you again, David, for being on. Again, you'll be an absolute delight. Thank you. And thank you all the listeners, because actually I feel I'm connected to most people now. I've had some amazing feedbacks. Yeah, yeah. And that enlightenment is doing me as much good as it's doing you guys. So I feel I'm a part of the whole that sounds a bit cheesy, but when I'm actually working, I do feel I'm connected and I feel I'm blessed because I'm actually giving something back. Yeah. That's, that sounds really hard for someone to actually understand, but when you can give back yeah. something that I don't own, it's not everything that comes through me is nothing that I own. It's only that I feel. the medium. And I'm expressing. Yeah. And they work through me, I feel, to give. And that's what my, my job in life is, is to be a giver. Wow, it's beautiful. And you are, you're giving tremendously. I mean, I've been reading some of the amazing reviews and comments that I've been receiving. So thank you so much, everyone. I know, David, everyone loves you. <laughs> A popular well, I don't man. Any the reviews. Where do you find the reviews? <laughs> I'll show you. They're on Apple. Okay. So please, everyone, please do, you know, hit the subscribe button. Um, these podcasts are now available on YouTube. And please do uh, rate us, comment, um, email me, um, which is anu at victimtovictor.net. Or you can contact me via my website, which is victimtovictor.net. And yeah, we look forward to serving you again on workshop number three, which is going to be on relationships. Relationships, yeah. Looking forward to serving. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you're feeling well and we shall see you soon. Namaste. Namaste. And while this episode comes to an end, you may want to check out my book, Victim to Victor. 
now available on audio and where I have shared my journey of evolving through self-help and a determination to cast off my damaging past. My goal is to reach out to fellow survivors of abuse and provide hope and motivation in their lives. I hope that I can help victors transform their lives and achieve amelioration in the process of discovering their true selves. I also have a 12-week self-development plan which is absolutely free and it aims to guide you on your journey to recovery. You can find the link in the description below. Please like this podcast and tag or share it with somebody whom you know is going through a similar situation and may need help. I will be back with another podcast soon. Until then, take care and stay empowered.